Welcome to the First Century Youth Ministry Podcast. My name is Heather. And I'm Mark, and we are your co-hosts. And we're here to take a look back into the Jewish roots of our faith. For the way forward in youth ministry discipleship. This podcast is a part of the Youth Cartels Podcast Network. Hey everyone, this is Mark. Welcome back to the show. Um, I get to host today and we get to talk with Heather about the actual birth of Jesus, which I'm so glad you picked that topic, Heather, because every it seems like every year my social media fills up with like Ebenezer Scrooge types that want to pick on when Jesus was actually born <laughs> as if as if if that date changed, we would stop celebrating that our Savior came anyways. Um, True. Yeah. So we're going to talk about when Jesus may have been born, why we think that, and give our kids, like your students, some good uh, word pictures uh, to go along with it. Does that sound good, everyone? Yeah. All right. You ready, Heather? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, so have you ever taught your kids something that you were like, okay, this is biblical. This is really cool. And then you got a phone call from a parent or you had a parent like corner you at church one day and be like, hey, why'd you tell my kid that? Only when I've been honest. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, all so the time, this, actually. What? Yeah. No, I had that happen one time to me. This mom like cornered me at church and she's like, hey, why did you teach my kid that before, you know, the <laughs> the flood that people were vegetarians. And I'm like, because uh, it's in the Bible. I'm like, well, now my son doesn't want to eat meat. And I'm like, oh, let me talk to him. <laughs> I like that. I like that he was trying to go back to like a primordial state. Right. <laughs> He's like, Heather taught us that people in the Bible didn't eat meat. I'm like, oh, no, I'm in trouble. Well, they're really lucky yep. I didn't teach it then. Did, so, like, you had that happen to you, though, where you had a parent corner you? Um, I think if I taught the flood, I would have taught it uh, along with, like, Upnapish team and, you know, uh, the other stories of the flood in the ancient Near East, and that, that couldn't go well. I couldn't imagine it going well. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Well, hey, we're not talking about flood stories or... Good, because we were getting Bible. swept away there. Yeah. Oh, look like at that. that. Okay. Okay. I did. It was good. Um, hey, so we're talking about, we're going to take a look at an, an investigation of the actual date of Jesus's birth. So a lot of this is speculation. Like we can't know with 100% certainty, but just like a good detective, they take what's in front of them and they deduce what they have to figure out the best possible solution. So I think what I have to share today it's pretty rock solid. I don't think it's loosey-goosey. I don't think it's like something I pulled out of the back of my pocket. Like, I think it's well-researched. And I think that if a youth pastor tunes in and really listens in, they could learn something really cool that they could share with their kids. Cool. Let's do it. Yeah. 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 So I shared this with my kids a few years ago, and it was a lot of fun. So, okay. So actual birth of Jesus. So I'm not going to get into kind of the reasons as to why December 25th was chosen. I feel like that's a whole nother discussion. I'm just going to help us kind of land the plane on why I think it's a different day. Sound good? Sounds good. Okay. So if we look at a few things in the Jewish world, it helps us kind of 
um, land the plane on the date. Okay, so one of those things is that, did you know that as we as we read in the book of Luke, we read that there's shepherds, you know, who are out in their flocks by night, and then this, oh, right, this angel comes, and there's this birth announcement, you know, about Jesus, right? He's been born. But Mark, did you know that shepherds are not out in their fields at night in December? <laughs> In Israel, no, it's colder. It's it's colder in the Holy Land than people think in those months. Isn't Indeed, it? yeah, yeah. In fact, I was just I was reading that apparently um, Israel. I'm gonna. This is hard to say. Israeli meteorologist. Oh, I said it. Way to go. They actually have kind of taken a look at the like the temperature, the climate over the years in Israel, and they've come to the conclusion that. The temperature that kind of sits in the place that it does now is similar to that which was um, going on in the first century. And so, or around there, right? Mm -hmm. And so, if it's cold in Israel now, it's cold in Israel in December during the time of Jesus too, essentially, right? And so, but here's the thing, is that shepherds... By the way, it like snowed there when I was there in December. You're totally right. Is that right? right? Yeah, yeah. I've not been there in December. I was yep. there in the middle of the summer. That was really hot. Um, when but, it snowed, I was like shocked. I didn't know what to do with it. I did not have a category for how it could be snowing in Israel at that point in my life. I was right like, in a desert. I, aren't, aren't I in the Middle East? What happened? Yeah. Anyways, right on. <laughs> okay, well, go ahead. So, you're good. So, um, yeah. So the shepherds would be out in their fields between March and November. Okay, so here we go, Mark. So now we have just taken our first step to figuring out that Jesus probably wasn't born between December and February, okay? We've just deduced that the likelihood of him being born in the winter is probably not the case. And there's another reason for that, too. You ready? Yeah. Okay, so the second reason, and this is kind of the most fun one uh, in light of uh, Judaism and how the temple worked and how the priestly divisions worked and all that good stuff. So, okay. This guy named Shemuel Safri in his work, a priest of the division of Abijah. Uh, I probably said that wrong. Uh, details for us, the timing and service of Zechariah's priestly course. Okay. So in Luke, we read about Zechariah and Elizabeth. Remember them? Mm-hmm. They're like, Related to Jesus, remember You're they John give the birth parents. to John the Baptist, Jesus's yeah. cousin. Yep. So, aunt and uncle of our Savior are hanging out, and remember they're barren, and then God miraculously allows them to have a child in their old age. And so, Zechariah was a part of the priestly d- division of Abijah, right? And so, there's yeah. 24 priestly divisions. You can find all those the divisions in. Chronicles chapter 24, verses 7 through 18. And so twice a year, each um, priestly division would go and serve for a, a full week. And so there was, actually, I, sh- I should say it like this, actually. So there was two times that each priestly division would have a rotation where they would go and serve for a full week. Okay, one of mm-hmm. those times for Zechariah's division would have been the spring and one would have been In the winter. Okay, so that kind of makes us go, hmm, well, which one was it? Well, so the thing is, is that 
based upon some fun stuff that we've just talked about with yeah. the um, shepherds. So you line up can, the shepherds with the possible dates right. that he could have been working. Yeah. And this is where it gets really fun. Okay. So if we believe that Zechariah was serving in the temple and was visited by the angel during his first time um, uh, servicing in the temple. He's getting a little then, side side floating motif there. Yes. Yeah, like what we talked about last week. Yeah. So here's the super fun thing. So if we assume that shortly after Zechariah arrives home, that yeah. Elizabeth becomes pregnant, then... John the Baptist would have been born around the time of what Jewish feast do you think he would have been born on based upon kind of some fun things that Jesus says about John being the Elijah that was to come. Is it Passover? Passover, man. Yeah. Yeah. So John the Baptist would have been born right around the time of Passover, which is really flipping amazing considering the fact that the Jews believe that he's the Elijah that was to come. and or I'm sorry, Jesus said that he's the Elijah that was to come and that they're waiting for Elijah to come to kind of usher in the Messiah, right? And so yeah. this is super cool too. Okay, okay. so um, the announcement of to Mary from Gabriel that she was going to be with child. So this would have been, you know, the time that essentially she would have been, um, her gestation period would have started was if, if we follow kind of the timeline of Zachariah serving in um, the first time in the temple, which would have been the eighth, it would have been the eighth week. Mm -hmm. Um, And actually it would have been, so the courses started with the first month in the Hebrew calendar, which would have been in Nisan. So March or April of our calendar. Um, And so his ship would have been cars. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Right. The month's called Nisan, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. (laughs) Thank you. So his shift would have been on the 10th week of this rotation. So even though they were at the eighth tribe, um, there was two weeks there where all the tribes would have served because they were like big festival weeks, right? And so um, so here's the thing. If during the six months of Elizabeth's pregnancy, this birth announcement comes to Mary, because remember, we learned that um, it says in the sixth month of her pregnancy, right? According to Luke, this would have been during the time of Hanukkah, which is the festival of lights. So the light of the world, Jesus, his birth announcement would have came during the festival of lights. Isn't that so cool? I like that. That's very poetic. Yes, indeed. Um, okay. So check this out. So if then we yeah. take that time from Hanukkah, we add nine months to it, right? or the time of gestation for a child, the 40 weeks, yeah. we can we can discern uh, that the actual date of Messiah's birth is during the time of the month of Tishri, the 15th of Tishri, or September 29th, according to our calendar. And guess what time? I was going to say, uh, put that in me. our calendar. Awesome. So September? Heard. Yeah, September 29th. So guess what feast is being celebrated Around this time. Do you know? I don't. Not off the okay. top of my head. The Feast of Tabernacles. Oh, really? Sukkot is yeah. happening? Okay. Sukkot, yeah, man. So so check this out. So the feast, which uh, reminds the Israelites to celebrate God's deliverance. Yeah. And that 
God was with them and that God dwells with them and that God provides for them and meets their needs and brought them out of Egypt from slavery and delivered them is the feast is the feast that Jesus was born on. I mean, isn't that amazing like what how much that speaks into the fact that um the Bible again is this floating motif like what you talked about last time where it's the the stories are always connecting because yeah. I mean Messiah Jesus ha- has come and he's delivering God's people. He's dwelling with them on earth, right? He's tabernacling with them on earth as a yeah. person and he's coming to deliver them from slavery to sin. What? That just makes me dance inside my spirit. Doesn't it make you just happy inside? Yeah, it does. It really does. I was just yeah. I was just thinking, I should have known that. When I was at Hebrew Union College, they would always build a Sukkot shelter and decorate it with like fall things like pumpkins and squash and stuff like that. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean that's that's really um just like when you said you were going to give the kids word pictures, those are beautiful word pictures. Yeah. I mean, that Jesus yes. is born yeah. at the time we celebrate that God is with us and that mm-hmm. Jesus is announced at the time of Hanukkah. I mean, that's really cool. Yeah. 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 So youth pastor, what do you do with this so that that phone call you get from the parent isn't too brutal? So you could totally take this and make some super fun word pictures for your kids that would make it super memorable and super fun. So what if you took this story that I just shared and what if you took, you know, the talking about uh, Jesus, the birth announcement being on the Festival of Lights and you brought in some lights for your kids, right? And talked about Jesus being the light of the world and they could take that home with them to remember his uh, birth being announced. And what if you... What if you had some fun little like time where you practiced the Passover and you talked about John being born on the time of Passover and how he's the Elijah that was to come and he was going to proclaim the Lord's Messiah? And what if you took uh, the last piece of the puzzle here in talking about Jesus being born on the Feast of Tabernacles and you all built a shelter or you, you know, you built a, uh, a tent together and you talked about God dwelling with humans and you could take this and give it to your kids as a gift to them and say, look, the Bible is awesome. That would be really cool. You might you still get it? a difficult parent though, but you know that you're youth pastors. It's all good. You can <laughs> handle it. <laughs> For sure. Well, I really love the last step. It's really hand it's like really hands-on and it's something to do yeah. together that's really ancient and grounding, but also like communal. Imagine how much fun and the talking and the, like just hanging out yeah. you can do why you why you totally. Do yeah, so and just from cool. this one little piece of information that I shared with you for the past twelve minutes or thirteen minutes or whatever, you could take this and run with it and have a great like you could you could flip the Christmas party on its head this year, you guys. And you could you could wear the ugly Christmas sweaters, you could drink the hot chocolate, and you could all build a tent together and talk about Jesus being born on the Feast of Sukkot. Isn't that so fun? That's awesome. Which kind of yeah. needs to happen anyways. The ho- the holiday Indeed. the holiday uh you know I think for all of us that love celebrating the arrival of Jesus, we hold that in one hand and on the other hand it's like consumerism off the rails and so many people, you know, 
basically want to attach Jesus and Santa at the hip. And it's, you know, it's kind of nice to reclaim the coming of Jesus in his Jewish imagery. I think that's beautiful. For sure. Did you know that of all the Jewish feasts that Jesus has spoken into them through his life on one way or another, except for one feast? Do you know what feast that is? What's the one feast? Hmm. That he has yet to kind of fulfill with his life. I don't know. What is it? Do, 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 do. Oh, the Feast, the of, feast trumpets. of Trumpets. Yeah. And think about that. On his return to the earth, that trumpet's going to blow. You know what I'm saying? And the Lord's going to come. I just love it how Jesus' life is always tying into the feast. It's always tying into different other things in Judaism that makes the Bible and his life come to life. I like it okay, too. I that's mean, all I got. Well, I like it too is like just an appreciator of the Bible. And just, I think every youth pastor should be a student of the Bible and be in love with scripture and the way, yeah. the way authors have noticed that and tied narratives in the gospels that connect Jesus to the feast is incredible. It's really cool. Which is cool. Oh, yeah. I think, aren't we like heading there next anyways? So, I think we talked about that. Yeah, doing down the, the road, like after, on the feast. after Christmas yeah. maybe. We'll see what happens, yeah. everyone. Stick yeah. around. Well, this has right been on. really, really fun. Um, just want to remind you, January 26th, one thirty on what? Wednesdays. For $100 or pay what you can, you can hang with us for an hour and talk about the parables of Jesus. And... Man, the first cohort was so fun. I don't want anyone to miss it. You should totally get signed up. And I promise it's not like anything they taught you in seminary or Bible college. Um, Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. We basically took everything they taught me at a uh, rabbinical school (laughs) about how to read the rabbis and put it into our curriculum. It is baller. So come join us. We would love to journey with you. And as always, you can join our Facebook group or come to the First Century Youth Ministry Facebook page or head over to firstcenturyyouthministry.com to go farther, faster with understanding Jesus in his Jewish context. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye. Merry Christmas. Bye.